what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Foot Candle Films. Film news and reviews from two guys who really like movies. This episode is brought to you by the Foot Candle Film Society. For a schedule of upcoming screenings and membership information, visit the Society's website at www.footcandle.org. Hello and welcome to Foot Candle Spotlight. This is your little, uh, your little taste of Foot Candle in between the big uh, Foot Candle shows that we do once a month. Uh, this is our Spotlight episode. Normally, we're here to talk about a particular movie, give her a little specific review. We're going to do something a little different today since the Oscar nominations were just released in the last week. We are going to talk through our Oscar predictions. With me, Mr. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing well. I got my picks. I feel pretty good about them. You feeling good? Yes. All right. This is like the big time for us. I mean, this is where we have to put our sharp movie going, critical movie assessment skills to work. All right. No pressure at all. (laughs) We did this last year. Started off. I think we did a pretty good job. I think more or less you and I, we did okay with our picks. uh, If I can remember correctly, let's see how we're going to do here. What we're going to do is run through each of the categories. Read out the nominees, and then you and I will both enlighten the audience as to who we think will win. Now, let's just go ahead and clarify. Our final picks are who we think will win. Sure. Not necessarily who we think ought to win, although we may have some comments to make about that along the way. Sure. But our final vote that we are putting down on paper today is who we believe will win the Oscar for that category. So that way, after the ceremony is over, we can kind of follow up and see. Now, we want everybody at home to play along in this process. So here's what's going to happen. If you go to the Foot Candle website, that's footcandle.org backslash Oscars. Okay, you got that, Chris? Yes. Footcandle.org backslash Oscars. Gotcha. If you go to that page, you will actually have an interactive form of this ballot on there for you to fill out as well. We would love to hear from you. We'd like to see your picks. And what's going to happen is of all the listeners, all the entries we get of the nominations, you get a point for everyone you get right. So basically, whichever uh, listener had the most right on these picks come Oscar night, uh, we're going to have a little prize package for you on that. So we're really excited about this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Chris, you and I are not eligible to win. Oh, I know. Well, walking out. <laughs> which is a shame of it. Of course, we probably would win point-wise because we're just that good. Yeah, right? of course. But – we're going to give everybody else a chance to win this time. So that's fair. Hope that's okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so. so anyway, footcandle.org backslash Oscars is where you're going to go to fill out that form. Uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about that before we wrap up. But let's go ahead and go you and I into our picks for okay. this year's Oscars. Starting with first category. You want me to do the first one here? Sure. Okay. The first category we're going to mention writing for an original screenplay. Nominees are Amour, written by Michael Haneke, Django Unchained by Quentin Tarantino, Flight, written by John Gaddens, Moonrise Kingdom, Wes Anderson, and Roma Coppola, and then Zero Dark Thirty, Mark Bowl. Chris, who do you believe will win for this category? I'm actually, I'm going to go with uh, Zero Dark Thirty, uh, Mark Bowl. I think it's pretty tight, and just the subject matter, I think, is you know timely, of course, but then to try to communicate that in a movie and make it effective, make it interesting, I don't know. I, and they tend to go for things like this, like the Facebook movie. It's about mm-hmm. people typing on a computer, yet they made it interesting. It's a mm-hmm. Similar type challenge for this. It's like CIA operations make it interesting. Right. Okay. So that, that's my. So you're going Zero Dark Thirty. I'm going to go Moonrise Kingdom. I'm going a little okay. bit of a long shot here. 
I, I think this will be the only award Moonrise Kingdom, I think, is nominated for in winning. I think they're going to show it a little bit of love because I, I do think it was probably one of Wes Anderson's best films. And I think they're going to recognize him for that. So I'm going to say Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. All I right. would say if I could choose which one I wanted, I'd probably say Django Unchained. But. Well, yeah, that's my that's my favorite as well. But I don't think that's going to win. Sure. So I think I'm going to go with Moonrise. You're going Zero Dark Thirty. Great. Next category. We've got Writing Adapted Screenplay. Here we have Argo, screenplay by Chris Terrio. Beast of the Southern Wild by Lucy Alibar and Ben Zeitlin. Life of Pi, screenplay by David Magee. Lincoln, screenplay by Tony Kushner. And Silver Linings Playbook by the director, David O. Russell. Alan, who you favor? I am favoring, as far as who I think is going to win, I'm going to go with Beast of the Southern Wild. Really? Yes, I am. Interesting. Um, I don't know why. Okay. But I do Fair. believe that's <laughs> where I just feel like there's a lot of momentum behind this film, Beast of the Southern Wild. Um, I've got it winning a couple of hmm. awards, not Spoiler. many, but um, it's got a couple, and I think this is one it could squeak in there as well. Wow. What about you? Uh, I'm going with the more traditional choice. I'm going with Lincoln. Um, I just feel like momentum for me, spoiler, I think is going to kind of go Lincoln's way in a lot of Mm -hmm. other categories. So um, I basically feel like Beast of the Southern Wild is just kind of their Oscar trying to be cool. Actually, I don't think it's going to win anything. Really? Okay. (laughs) Well, we'll see about that. Okay. Next, we have visual effects. This is all the CGI, big, crazy visual effects in a film. We've got the nominees, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, Life of Pi, Marvel's The Avengers, Prometheus, and Snow White and the Huntsman. Which way are you going, Chris? Um, I, I'm going to go Life of Pi on this. Life of Pi. Yeah. Didn't care for the movie too much. No. But the visual effects you thought are worthy to win? Yeah, it is kind of a tough toss-up there because just being the average viewer, cinematography versus visual effects. Some of the things I don't know whether it was that much camera or that much just you know generated computer effects, but I'm going... Life of Pi for visual effects. I'm going to give it that category. Okay. How about you? I'm choosing the Avengers. Okay. Um, I do think a lot of people were hoping the Avengers might actually get some more critical love. I knew that wasn't going to happen Oscar time. But <laughs> this is Oscar. visual effects, I will admit, to pull off what they pulled off in that movie, I thought visual effects were really amazing. And uh, I think I think they're going to give the huge, huge blockbuster one, one Oscar, Oscar trophy uh, in late mm-hmm. February. So. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have sound mixing. We have Argo. Les Miserables, Life of Pi, Lincoln, and Skyfall. Who's getting your sound mixing Oscar? Oh, this was a tough one. The sound ones are always really tricky for me because I'm just I'm not I'm not as in tune with the sound of a production as much as I'm the visual. Sure. Um, I'm going to go with Argo. Okay. Because it was the first one on the list. Okay. Yep. That's my that was my practice for that one. Fair so. enough. What about you? I'm going to go with Skyfall. Ooh, um, James Bond's going to get an Oscar. Action movies, yeah, and I think that would be kind of Oscar trying to be cool again. I don't know. I just, Skyfall. Okay, all right. Well, kind of on the same same vein there, sound editing. We've got Argo, Django Unchained, Life of Pi, Skyfall, Zero Dark Thirty. Chris? This is another little trick I always do. Whoever I pick for sound mixing, I always pick for sound editing uh, as you well. You double dip them on the sound ones, huh? Skyfall. Skyfall again. Yep. Uh, I'm going Zero Dark Thirty. Okay. Sound editing, I... Yeah, I have not seen the film yet, so some of these uh, some of these picks are me just guessing and kind of getting the pulse of what I'm hearing. Sure, I've heard a lot of people comment about the use of sound in Zero Dark Thirty as being very effective, so I'm sure. going to go that route. Okay, fair enough. Next, we have short film live action. In this category, the nominees are Assad, Buskashki Boys. Let's <laughs> hope that's pronounced right or something close. Curfew, Death of a Shadow, and Henry Allen. I just rolled the dice on this one. I have not seen any of the live action short films going with Henry. Okay. 
because I like the name, I'm going with Death of a Shadow. I almost went with that one because of the name. <laughs> I thought, you know what? That always burns me every time I go by the name. So I'm going to go for the simplest name on here, Henry. So, <laughs> all right, okay. great. Uh, kind of same, same argument here as well. Short film animated. Unfortunately, I have not seen any of these. Uh, Adam and Dog, Fresh Guacamole, Head Over Heels, Maggie Simpson in The Longest Daycare, and Paper Man. Actually, I take it back. I have seen Paper Man. I have too. Which was that? In that was in front Ralph? of uh, Wreck It Ralph, I believe. Okay. Yes, that was the Pixar Disney short in front of that. Got you. Which one are you going with, Chris? I uh, sentimental reasons, no other reason. Plus, maybe they want to give it some love. Maggie Simpson in the longest. That's care. the one I chose too. And okay. there again, I haven't seen it. No. I'm just hoping that I'd love to see a Simpson short get an Oscar. You and I have both watched The Simpsons and have seen Maggie at daycare. Yes. So. <laughs> right. And uh, that's why I'm curious about if this is some extended version of right. one of those that we've seen. Now, Paper Man probably going to be the one to win, quite honestly, because uh, I've actually heard a lot of people talking about that one. But really? I'm there again. Um, hmm. This is one I'm going to kind of throw off the logical mind and say, you know what? I want to give it to a Simpsons character. Sure. So let's do that. Okay. Uh, production design. We have Anna Karenina, The Hobbit, Les Miserables, Life of Pi, and Lincoln. Alan, what you got? I'm going with Anna Karenina. Um, For those that are not familiar with this film, the way they they made this film was very unique in that they basically treated it like a stage performance with the backgrounds moving in and out and kind of giving it a very interesting feel from a production design standpoint. Hmm. Uh, Just thinking about it, I mean, all the rest are really well-made productions, but I think they may offer to give it to something that tried to do something a little different. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Uh, I chose it for the same reasons. Have not seen it, but have heard about it. And what you described made me think, okay, that's going above and beyond the call of duty. Let's go with that. Yeah. I think, you know, you look at the others and they're all big spectacle type pictures. And I think they all probably are worthy of winning something, but I think they're going to go with something a little different this year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Music, original song. Before My Time from the film Chasing Ice, Everybody Needs a Best Friend from the film Ted, Pie's Lullaby from Life of Pie, Skyfall from Skyfall, and Suddenly from Les Miserables. Chris, enlighten me. It was one of the least favorite films of the year, but I'm going to pick Suddenly from Les Miserables, just because, you know, you got musical people writing music, and it's Les Mis. I think they're going to throw the film a bone in this respect. So, <laughs> so in other words, you're not seeing there being too many other Oscars for this film later on. Uh, new. Okay. All right. I, I went with the same one for the same reason. I just think it is the big musical, big movie piece for the year. Even though it's gotten mixed reviews, I think the song at least has to rise up. I'm curious, though. I have not seen Ted. How's that song? Because I would have picked that. I don't I remember it. the song. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, then that doesn't I well. saw the movie. I don't remember the song. Uh, okay. So that okay. was a reason why I didn't go that way. Gotcha. I really like the song Skyfall, but I just think they're going to go with the big the big theater performance now, music. Is it, I know usually in James Bond, is it just in the credits at the beginning? or the So it's not actually in... It's not in the movie. Okay. It's just the opening credit sequence. And there again, that's what makes me think suddenly because it is integral in the movie yeah, so true. you know okay. skyfall really cool opening uh, credit sequence i might say by the way okay your musical original score okay anna karenina argo life of pi lincoln and skyfall actually you know what with some big names are in here so let me go ahead and say their sure. names anna karenina is dario marinelli argo is alexandre desplat life of pi is michael donna lincoln is john williams and skyfall is thomas newman alan 
are you going with? <sighs> this was a tough one, too, because really none of the scores really jumped out at me from any of these films that I saw. But there are um, three big names there. <laughs> I know. I'm giving. It, I'm going to say John Williams with okay. Lincoln. I'm going, I'm going with you, although uh, Thomas Newman or Alexandre Desplat, both of those guys could easily walk away. But I, I think there again, momentum-wise, John Williams. I just, you know, I saw four of these five films and I'm looking at it and say, I just don't remember the music. Sure. I don't remember the score. So, sure. and even the John Williams score from Lincoln was very subtle, which maybe is why it may be a good choice to win, but it just, nothing jumped out at me with it. But I think, I think John Williams will walk away with the Oscar. Gotcha. Makeup and hairstyling. Just three nominees on this one. We've got Hitchcock, mm-hmm. the Hobbit, an unexpected journey and Les Mis. Chris, who's walking away with makeup and hairstyling? Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the Hobbit. Um, oh yeah, you get a bunch of dwarves, a bunch of elves. You know, just True. I don't know. I, I think that'll probably do it. Uh, I'm starting to second guess my own choice here, but I'm going I'm to say Hitchcock, even though I do remember mm. the makeup was a little shoddy in some places. But I think I don't know. Just as much as they made Anthony Hopkins disappear for most of the film, barring sure. a few scenes, I thought you know they may they may work that one in. Okay, so I'm going with Hitchcock. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my turn to read off foreign language. Yeah, right? I think you're a foreign okay. language film. <laughs> we have, we're so organized here. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. Fire the interns. Okay. Uh, we have Amor from Austria, Contiki from Norway, No from Chile, a no. Royal, no, a Royal Affair from Denmark and War Witch from Canada. Alan, I was what you re- got? really tempted to go with War Witch just because of the name, but, uh, Amor, I mean, Amor is going to win this, this one. This is like the first one we've read out so far that I'm pretty, pretty sure. Dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's going to go. I agree. No brainer. Amor. Yeah. And that's one, uh, you know, it's, it's nominated for best picture. I don't think it's going to win best picture, but I think it'll win best foreign language. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it, yeah. yeah, I think it's just an afterthought in a way to try right. to stir things up to put it in best picture. But yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Film editing. We have Argo, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. Chris, where are you going with film editing this year? Um, for a similar reason that you went with sound mix, or you, for one of the ones you chose, Zero Dark Thirty, for one of the sound categories, because you've heard people talk about it. I've heard people talk about the film editing in Zero Dark Thirty. I'm going with Zero Dark Thirty. Hmm. All right. And there again, if, I've seen, if I had seen Zero Dark Thirty, I may feel differently, but I'm going to go with Argo on this one. Okay. I do think, even with some misgivings in the script and, and Ben Affleck's horrible performance, Whoa. I think the editing, <laughs> the editing of the film really kept it at a nice, brisk pace. I just think some of the tense scenes were really played up very well. Okay. I think it went in particular one scene where they're driving. I think I mentioned the review. As they're driving through the middle of a, a town square and they're surrounded by people there in Iran, and it's a very tense moment. It was very well edited, I thought. So okay. we'll see what happens there. Cool. We have documentary short subject up next. I know nothing about these. <laughs> Ditto as well for me. Uh, nominees are Innocente. And I'm hoping that has a Spanish accent. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Otherwise, uh, you just sounded really foolish. Yes. Uh, King's Point, Mondays at Rancine, Open Heart, and Redemption. Alan, what you got? Uh, because I don't know any of these, uh, Redemption sounded like the most serious Oscar contender to me. So I went with Redemption. I was reading a lot of like sadness into the title of Mondays at Rancine. <laughs> so I thought it was making well, it Well, the way you read important. it there, yeah. yeah I mean, want to that sounds my important. Yeah. So that's my, that's my right. pick for that. Yeah, it's always tough with these short subjects. I just I never get around to seeing these, and I've got to make a commitment one year to do that before the when these nominations come out. Documentary feature. This is the full-length documentary. We have Five Broken Cameras, The Gatekeepers, How to Survive a Plague, The Invisible War, and Searching for Sugar Man. Chris, 
What you got? I'm going to go with uh, Searching for Sugar Man on this. I've heard the most about it, so that's what I'm going to go with. I will say, however, in a rare form for documentaries that are being nominated this year, um, two of these, actually three of these, are on Netflix uh, right now. So oh, if great. people want to catch up with them, you can. It's Five Broken Cameras, How to Survive a Plague, and The Invisible War. All three of those are on Netflix. So if you want to see those before the Oscars, you can. Awesome. Sometimes it's hard to catch up with these. Oh, absolutely. No, those, those are typically not going to play other than big cities, you know, right. in the theater. So that's a great way to catch up on them before late February. I'm going with Searching for Sugar Man too. Okay. It's the most I've heard uh, a claim for right now. It's one that I think we're going to be showing at our film society here in a few weeks. Looking forward to it, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, give that one the nod myself. Okay. Next up. Big award here. Oh, yeah. Can foreshadow several things. Mm -hmm. We have directing. We have Michael Haneke for Amour, Ben Zeitlin for Beasts of the Southern Wild, Ang Lee for Life of Pi, Steven Spielberg, never heard of him, for Lincoln, (laughs) and David O. Russell for Silver Linings Playbook. Mm -hmm. Alan, who's your... I'm going to go a little controversial on this one. Okay. I'm going with Ben Zeitlin for Beasts of the Southern Wild. That is very controversial. Yes. (laughs) I think... Not to predict too much my best picture, but I think they're going to split like they sometimes do, where okay. best picture and best director are kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum here. Ben Zeitlin, uh, fairly, I don't think he's a first-time director. I think he's done two films, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is first time. Either way, he's still fairly much a newcomer. Oh, yeah. And I thought, even though I didn't love the film, I thought the film was really interesting. And I think the directing probably had the most influence on it being interesting. So I think they may try to give this new filmmaker a little bit of a, a really uh, a nice, uh, nice, nice gift here in uh, Oscar time. What about you? I, I think the uh, Oscar gift bag that they give you for showing up yes. to the award ceremony, that's what uh, Beast of the Southern Wild is going to get. <laughs> Um, and, and that's it. Um, so there, that's but you know, there's like an iPad well, in there probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, some that's not bad. Stuff, some like yeah. nice chocolate, yeah. stuff like that. So Ben's um, Island is going to walk away with a really cool gift bag, but yes. that's about it. Yes. All right. Um, okay, we'll I, see about that. here again, more predictable. Yeah. I go in with uh, Steven Spielberg for Lincoln. <sighs> see, I just, I, I can't, and you're probably right. I just, as I watched Lincoln, Lincoln is an acting powerhouse. And the dialogue written for the screen was really, really strong and good. But I didn't see anything from a directing standpoint other than mm. the fact that Steven Spielberg pulled back directing style so much. You know, maybe they give it to him for the subtlety he added to the, the I don't know. But I just, nothing about the directing really stood out for me in Lincoln. But I, I, at least Visa Southern Wild had both visual and storytelling going on. And see, my candidate, Quentin Tarantino for Django Unchained, is not even nominated. Right. So. No, that's true. I, mean, I think Django would have gotten probably one of my vote or top votes for uh, for directing as well. Okay, moving on then. So directing, we got a little controversial split there. We'll have to see sure. which one presides on that. <laughs> Costume design, Anna Karenina, Les Mis, Lincoln, Mirror, Mirror. And Snow White and the Huntsman. Very interesting. Two Snow White themed movies, both in the costume ah. design. Huh? So you're admitting you know what Mirror Mirror is? I about. do know what Mirror Mirror is. Isn't <laughs> that the one with uh, Julia Roberts and uh, directed by uh, uh, Tarsum? Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Directed by Tarsum. That I didn't know. Yeah, but it supposedly was not very good. Oh, well, but that's too bad. at least had good costumes, obviously. So hmm. where are you going with costume design? Um, there again, I think. I, I th- I'm kind of thinking Titanic year, except for Lincoln. I've got uh, Lincoln. I've got Les Mis. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I just don't think Lincoln, I think Lincoln's, well, as you'll see in a little bit, I think Lincoln's going to win the big ones. Okay. I don't think Lincoln's going to win all of these, though. Gotcha. So I think Les Mis will sneak away with a few production-related ones. So they're here. getting more than just the giddy bag. The they're Oscar getting a little bit bag. more. Okay. <laughs> they're getting more than what you say poor Ben Zeitlin will get. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Poor, poor Ben. I know. Probably need to drop him a line. Well, he spells his name B-N-H. I mean, come on now. Just Ben. <laughs> um, okay, so next up, the category is cinematography. Our nominees are Anna Karenina. And I'm going to go ahead and say the people's names. Sure. No, there's some good names, names on here, too. Yeah. So uh, for Anna Karenina, we have Seamus McGarvey, Robert Richardson for Django Unchained, Claudio Miranda for Life of Pi, Miranda, uh, Janusz Kaminski for Lincoln, and Roger Deakins for Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Alan, who's your favorite? Well, I'm not going to say Lincoln because I know you're probably going to choose Lincoln. No. Um, <laughs> you got me. I'm going I'm to say Anna Karenina here again. I mean, Whoa, again. yeah, wow, I, I think I think from a visual standpoint, you are out on a limb, buddy. Visual and production standpoint, I think Anna Karenina is really, really pretty amazing. Hmm. There again, cinematography, Lincoln. I, I just. I just didn't see it. I mean, I saw the dialogue. I heard the dialogue. I saw the excellent acting, but I just couldn't get my head around giving it a cinematography award. I would probably give Skyfall a cinematography award well, before Skyfall I did Skyfall, uh, Roger Deakins. Lincoln. I mean, he's a, he's a Skyfall's big a good-looking movie. Um, Django Unchained is a good-looking movie. Yeah. It's probably one of the better shot ones, I think, that, that Tarantino's done. The resumes I, I was looking at, Robert Richardson for Django, Janusz Kaminski for Lincoln. He's, he's a big name, too. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then Deakins. So those three guys. Are you going with Lincoln? I am. Okay. Boy. Can we just go ahead and fill out the rest of your ballot with Lincoln all the way through, even the ones that don't have Lincoln listed? Um, Best animated feature film? Are you going to say, is it going to be Lincoln? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is it my turn? Yeah. Animated feature film. Mm -hmm. We have Brave, which is Pixar slash Disney's entry. Frankenweenie by Tim Burton. Paranorman. The Pirates Band of Misfits. Yeah, it has an exclamation point in it. The Pirates. There we go. Band of Misfits. (laughs) And then Wreck-It Ralph. Got you. Chris, where are we going this year for the animated film? You know, usually animated films, I normally see most of them. And I also usually have a, like a favorite, somebody I'm really championing. Uh, I didn't get to see uh, Frank and Weenie this year, although I feel like if I had, maybe I would be championing that. It's a Tim Burton movie, so I feel really bad about that because I'm usually, you know, a supporter of Mr. Burton. Um, didn't see Pirates, Band of Misfits either. So between Brave, Paranormal, and Wreck-It Ralph kind of just went with Wreck-It Ralph. Just hmm. uh, Brave, I really hope does not win because I did not. I was really disappointed, let down by that. Well, my prediction so. is you're going to be ticked off Oscar night because, and I think a lot of people will. I chose Brave because really? I think Brave's going to win and I think huh. a lot of people are going to be very upset about it Okay, because I don't think it was a strong movie. But, I think it had some of the right elements going for it. You know, hmm. the, the the female heroine. I think it's got more of the classical uh, historic uh, period piece animation to it. Huh. I just don't think they're going to give it to a video game movie, even though Wreck-It Ralph was a very entertaining, very well-made movie. I would love to see Frank and Weenie or Paranorman win it. And I think a lot of people are going to be mad that neither of those win I it. I think Paranorman, I've heard a little bit of rumblings. There's some big supporters of that one as kind of the anti-Disney pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, I did see that one and I wasn't, it had been built up way too much for me. Yeah, okay, so, I see. But, you know, who knows? All right, okay. now we're getting on to the big acting categories. Yes, we start off with actress in a supporting role. Uh, Amy Adams in The Master, Sally Field in Lincoln, Anne Hathaway in Les Miserables, Helen Hunt in The Sessions, and Jackie Weaver in Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, boy. This was a tough one for me oh, because, yeah? yeah, because you wanted to pick somebody from Lincoln. Well, yet you no, I, I <laughs> because I, nobody from uh, Beast of the Southern Wild was nominated. No, so that's not it either. I'm not the Beast <laughs> fanboy here. I'm just I'm saying I think he's going to win a couple. I got you. Um, no, I, I, I went with Amy Adams um, uh, because I do think the master is one of the best films that came out last year. Despite and not I'm being mad it's, it's not nominated for best picture. And I'm mad it's not nominated for best director. 
Gotcha. Uh, Amy Adams, I thought, really, really surprised me by her performance in this film. It was very, uh, I don't know, it was just, it was a real good turn for her mm-hmm. uh, to play somebody very kind of focused and stern and, and more, I don't know, it was just, it was a good good supporting role. I, it was a close call for me. I I did not like, as I went on record at Foot Candle Films podcast saying, um, I did not like The Master, really. Yeah. I was not a fan, but... Yeah. The acting are some of the things that I did like about it. So I wanted to give it to Amy Adams, but instead I went with kind of a conventional pick here. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. I went with Anne Hathaway. Um, yeah. her, her part in that movie was one of the few redeeming things about that movie. Yeah, I just, so, I don't know. I almost think it's getting overhyped too much. Could be. I think it's going to be a disappointment. I think that's going to be one of those that people walk away thinking she got kind of gypped, gypped on it. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Actress in a leading role. We have Jessica Chastain for Zero Dark Thirty, Jennifer Lawrence for Silver Linings Playbook, Emmanuel Riva for Amour, Quivanzale Wallace for Beasts of the Southern Wild, and Naomi Watts for The Impossible. Interesting note here, Chris. Did you realize that in this field of actress in a leading role, we have both the oldest ever nominated actress Hmm. and the youngest ever nominated actress? Now, didn't the little girl from The Piano... Anna Paquin getting on. I still think she was a little bit older. I oh, think Quavonzle is the yeah, youngest. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, they were probably close, but yeah. Okay. And then Emmanuel Riva from oh, Amour yeah, is the oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice, interesting spectrum <laughs> huh, there. Okay. Who do you think wins? Um, would be cool if either one of them won, but I don't think so. Um, even though Anna may save Miss Wallace. Uh, I'm going with Jessica Chastain for Zero Dark Thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a, with that movie, it was kind of a slow burn performance. But where she starts off at and where she ends at, you really see an arc and a development and she of like the character. I think she really pulled it off. So I'm going with her. I'm a, I'm going for Jennifer Lawrence. Huh? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, silver linings playbook got nominated in all four acting categories. This is true. I don't think they're going to win in the other three. So I think Jennifer Lawrence is the one getting the most buzz right now for her acting in this, this movie. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roll the dice and give that one a shot. Okay. Okay. I think that's a, that's a fair guess. All right. (laughs) Okay. Next up we have actor in a supporting role. Alan Arkin for Argo, Robert De Niro for Silver Linings Playbook, Philip Seymour Hoffman for The Master, Tommy Lee Jones for Lincoln, and Christoph Waltz for Django Unchained. As much as I would love to see Christoph Waltz walk up there and get the Oscar for Me Django Unchained, too. I don't think it's going to happen. Me neither. Um, and as much as I would also love to see Philip Seymour Hoffman win for The Master, because I thought he was brilliant, I don't think the mood is in his favor right now hmm. with the Oscar voters. Unfortunately... I think it's going to Tommy Lee Jones, which I don't agree with. But everything I'm picking up on, people are saying they think he's going to get something for this. Hmm. I'm not crazy about it. I'm not happy about it. He, his, his was a fun, showy performance, but it was basically Tommy Lee Jones just getting to be Tommy Lee Jones on screen. <laughs> I still think, yeah, there again, if we're picking who we think's going to win, I'm saying I think it's going to be a Lincoln win on this one. Although I would, I've got two, even Alan Arkin, I would choose over, over Tommy Lee Jones as far as who I would want to have win. Well, I, I, like I said, I agree with Christoph Waltz. I'd love to see him, but I don't think they'll do that, especially since he's already won for another Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, but still. For supporting actor. He should just, win for every supporting actor role with a Tarantino I mean, film at this point. The, the so, man, the man yeah. is good. I'm actually going to go with Philip Seymour Hoffman for The I Master. Know. That was a really close second choice for me. I hope that's true. I, think, I really do hope that's I true. I think that's going to be their way of throwing the master a bone. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, suddenly it was going to be Les Mis' bone with Anne Hathaway. Like, that's going to be the very few things those things win. I think the master is going to basically, you know, not get yeah. anything else. So Okay, so then we got actor in a leading role. Bradley Cooper for Silver Linings Playbook. 
Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln, Hugh Jackman for Les Mis, Joaquin Phoenix for The Master, and Denzel Washington for Flight. Where are you going, Chris? I, I think Daniel, I know where you're Daniel going. Day. Yeah, Daniel Day. And as much as it pains me, I got to. I mean, I got to heck you on this one as well. I mean, he he's going to win this thing. There again, I would think so. That's one of the only other. I think the searching, uh, not the Amour for foreign language, and Daniel Day Lewis for best actor. Are about the only two on this list, I can honestly say, I will be downright shocked if they don't I, win. I, I agree. I, I yeah yeah. All right. So actor in the leading role, we're both saying Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln. Now, I will say here again, just FYI, Joaquin Phoenix for The Master. That's kind of who I want to win. Oh, it's, it's totally like, who I, I want to like win. I didn't like the movie there again, the acting in it. Oh, Joaquin was Phoenix was amazing in The Master, and I would love to see him win it, but it's not going to happen. Plus, I just would like to kind of see, after he did that whole crazy <laughs> I'm still here thing, yeah. just for like to still kind of come back and win an Oscar, I for beat would be entertaining to me. No, so. And I'm not... <laughs> Saying the guy to win for for his personality, I'm saying the master, his performance in the master was phenomenal. Sure. And if you're going to go after true technical talent, that's the guy right there. Gotcha. So Chris, list out our best picture nominees for us. Okay, lots of fanfare. We got to do a couple of commercial breaks before we get to best picture because that's what. Oh yeah, absolutely. Show, so. I've got a whole comedy bit I was going to run through. <laughs> exactly. And then Chris, I believe you have a musical number. Yes. <laughs> No, uh, we'll just read off the nominees. Best Picture, in alphabetical order, Amour, Argo, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, because it starts with a D, but that D is silent. I've gotten better about that. <laughs> Les Miserables, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. Alan. Pains me. I love Lincoln. Loved it. As a, I thought it was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Django Unchained win. Mm-hmm. Um but I just can't do it. It's going to be Lincoln. Yeah. I mean, Lincoln's going to win. I, I think. I, I agree. I, no, I, think I don't feel as strongly about the, as I do with Daniel D. Lewis Fractor. It's not as much of a slam dunk as his actor not, uh, award is, but I still think Lincoln's got all the momentum right now. It's got the perfect makings of an Oscar winning film. I think it'll win it. I think I agree. I, and there again, cause I didn't get in on the spotlight when you reviewed Lincoln, but I have seen it since. And my feelings are it's a, it's an okay movie and it, you know, mm-hmm. it did entertain me. Lewis's performance, which is why I wanted to give him the Oscar, I think kind of carries the whole film, but I just think groundswell of support and number of people that have seen it and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I wish Django and Chang can get it, but uh, it, that's not going to happen. And I think you've already shot down Les Mis as being something that's worthy of best picture. Right. Because the Southern wild would be real dark horse long shot. And I just, it would be crazy. Yeah. That would be absolutely insane. I, I think that's the only other one I could even see or zero dark 30 yeah. about the only other two I could see possibly sneaking in there and surprising people, but it's, it's going to be Lincoln. Sure. Yeah. So Lincoln, we feel like it's going to walk away. We, we both feel like at least with, some of the big awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopeful the master squeaks in a little bit, maybe Silver Lang's playbook. I think Beast of a Southern Wild might get one or two little trophies because of its inventiveness and kind of the ground swelling of support it's gotten out in the film community. But you know, there, like I said, there's only really two or three of these that I feel really solid about. The rest are still very much up for grabs. Yeah. Yeah. It should, should be an interesting, interesting ceremony. Should be an interesting ceremony. So that's our Oscar picks for this year. The ceremony is February 24th. 24th. Uh, you have until midnight, February 23rd. <laughs> if you want to join in our little competition here, go fill out a ballot. You can only have one ballot per person on uh, our website, footcandle.org backslash Oscars. Go there. There'll be a little form on the page with all the, the categories. You choose your who you think is going to win. You will get one point for everyone you get right. Okay. And if we have somebody who has the most points, 
when the Oscars are announced on the 24th, you know, we'll uh, notify and, and let people know who was, uh, had the most votes and they will win a special prize pack that will contain, I think, a few movie posters and I, a iTunes gift card. Yeah, we'll have to kind of clean out the foot candle yeah. prize closet. See what but we, we do have some prizes to give out, so it'll be fun. Plus, you'll get your name immortalized on one of our podcast episodes and on our website and everything else. So go have fun with it. Doesn't cost you a dime. Just go out there, fill it out, and we'll have some stuff to give away for it. That'll be fun. So... Uh, do that footcandle.org backslash Oscars to fill out your interactive form and join in on the fun. <laughs> and we'll look forward to announcing after the Oscar ceremony who won. And uh, it should be a, a fun night. We always have a good time getting together with other so- film society members and enjoying the evening. So we hope all you do too. Great. Well, for Foot Candle Spotlight today, that's all we've got. Uh, my name's Alan. I'm Chris. And we'll see you at the movies. Take care. Bye-bye. Special thanks to Carpal Tuller for the show theme music. For more about Carpal Tuller, visit www.carpaltuller.com. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.